Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. Today, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic. I'm kidding. Very few people like talking about this, but it's an important conversation. We're going to talk about defense mechanisms. What are they? How do we use them? How can we change them? And what does healthy look like? Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, let's kick this off. Uh, Today we're going to talk about defense mechanisms. What are they? How do we use them? And why do we use them? And then what can we do about them? So let's just kick it right off. Let's talk about what are defense mechanisms. And... You, you know, if you Google search this, there is a lot of uh, information out there. There is a lot of resources out there that can help you understand maybe a little bit better what what defense mechanisms are, how they're used. And, and there's a variety of them. I'm not going to be able to cover all of them, but we're going to talk about them in principles today. Often uh, you'll hear people talk about, you know, they're stuck or something's going on or they repeat behaviors And a lot of times what they don't realize they're saying is that they're actually engaged in a defense mechanism that at one time served a purpose. So defense mechanisms are these things that we develop in order to defend ourselves against something going on in our lives. And and quite often they begin as a very functional piece of our lives. They begin as something that helps us in the moment. So for instance, a person who suffers severe trauma as a child or severe pain as a child, relationally, they might develop a defense mechanism of avoiding uh, relationships as an adult or someone who finds great satisfaction or worth in achieving. They might develop a defense mechanism that is their body's way of, of protecting itself by always having to achieve. As long as they're achieving, they will believe that they have worth. And so this defense mechanism begins to permeate the whole of their life. Oxford defines it as a mental process, in other words, repression or projection, initiated typically unconsciously to avoid conscious conflict or anxiety. I'd like to expand that a little bit and say that it's not just conflict or anxiety, but they want to avoid pain. But of course, we could say that the anxiety is what precedes the pain once they've experienced it. One of the things that you will often see is that defense mechanisms, we utilize them to try to avoid past pains. And what we typically do is in the present, we create new pain. And then because we're trying to avoid pain, as we feel that pain, what happens is we tend to start repeating these defense mechanisms. And so what happens is initially the defense mechanism has very little cost and it feels effective. It may or may not actually be effective to helping us be healthy, but it removes the pain, it removes the the conflict, it removes the anxiety. And so it feels as though there's a very low cost and there's a good return, a good reward for our effort. And so then we, we tend to be hooked and we start to re-engage in our defense mechanisms long after they stop working and even start creating more of their own chaos, if you will. And a legitimate and often asked question then comes up, well, what's the difference between a defense mechanism and just dealing with the stuff that's going on in my life? And, and the difference is a defense mechanism is designed to help you avoid 
what's going on in your life. A, a defense mechanism that that is not helping you is something that it's, it's, you're using it to avoid. So maybe humor, maybe you use humor to cope. There's nothing wrong with that in the right dose. But if you go too far and it becomes how you handle everything that's, uncompl- that's complicated or uncomfortable, then probably you are engaging in a defense mechanism and it isn't helping you. And that's why we want to avoid defense mechanisms. So let's run this out for a minute. Uh, let's say that in your family of origin, you were not taught to verbalize emotions except happy ones, right? So the only emotions that you were taught to express were happy emotions. Maybe your parents had this defense mechanism of, we don't talk about negative things. We don't process through negative emotions because nobody wants to feel bad. Well, now as an adult, anytime that negative emotions come up in your you know, significant relationships, you shut down. That's a defense mechanism that you learned as a child and now you're moving through adulthood and it's hitching you up, it's tripping you up, it's creating problems for you that are that are are limiting the health and wellness of your adult relationships and therefore limiting your health and wellness. And, and that's how a uh, you know a defense mechanism might be created. Now the difference in that would be you might have been taught, you know, look, we can process negative emotions, but we don't do it at grandma's. We don't do it out and about, or we don't do it in public. Like there's a time and place to express your emotions. And and that can be very healthy. And that's one of the things about most defense mechanisms, there's, there's, there's elements of health to them. And so they have two things that make them very appealing for us to go back to again and again. One, we know of a time where they worked, right? We know of a time where we did it and it worked. And then two, there's some level of health in them, even if it's, even if it's very minimal, which draws us back again and again. And so as we lean into our defense mechanisms, as we lean into our behavior, often, you know, I'll ask people, well, how is it working for you? And they'll be like, well, not well. And I'll be like, well, then why do you keep doing it? And they'll say, well, because... Actually, they'll often say, well, you know, I don't know. But when they think about it, they come back with, well, we know, I know of a time where it worked. I can tell you a time where it worked. Now, that's my words for their answer, but that's the answer that they give. I can tell you a time where it worked, and I'm chasing that time again. That becomes the problem. Because they're chasing that first bite again. If you've ever heard of the psychological phenomenon of, of things like chips, one of the things that happens with a lot of snack foods is when people first bite it, they get a taste that their brain doesn't process again. And so they chase this, this, this first taste again. And often with defense mechanisms, that's what we'll do. We're not measuring on it, or excuse me, we're not measuring it on does it work now, we're measuring it, it was, you know, the should I try again measurement is done. Well, I know it worked at one time. And often it is easier to fall back on the things that we know worked at once, even if they're not currently working, it's easier to fall back to them than it is to put out the mental and, and, and cognitive energy of trying to come up with other solutions because we figure we have a greater chance of being wrong. Now, here's the irony in this. If we're wrong, what does that mean? It means the thing that we tried didn't work but we're not putting that same level of scrutiny to the thing that we are trying. And that's ironic because what happens is we know it did work and if it's not working now, it might work again. That is safer. It feels safer. It actually isn't, which brings us to, okay, well, what do we do? How, how do we you know, be aware of these? And then what do we do if we come across a defense mechanism that we have? First of all, I really feel that this needs to be like brushing your teeth. This needs to be part of your regular mental hygiene, examining what's going on in your life, examining what you're doing, where might defense mechanisms be coming up, exploring your own activities and the why behind them is a really important activity to get involved in that helps you identify your defense mechanisms. And in a world where we are often 
inundated with information, we can become kind of numb to the idea that awareness is important, but awareness is really where change happens. For any of us, awareness is the place that change begins and change happens. Once our behaviors move past awareness, they become habitual. They become things that we more or less can put on uh, autopilot. It, it, it's called stacking in our brain, a series of complicated events. Once we get it down, we it gets stacked in our brain. And then we move on and we colloquially, we call it you know, muscle memory. And so if we're going to change our defense mechanisms, we have to be working at becoming aware of them. This may well be a lifelong endeavor for us. I'm not a young chicken anymore, as, as my dad would say. And I still, I'm constantly on the lookout for, you know, oh, I'm doing that or I'm not doing that. And, and that's just human nature, I think. And so we want to be healthy. We want to be healthier. And so we want to keep looking for our self-defense mechanisms, our, 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 the way that we protect ourselves. And is it healthy? And some of them we might decide, yeah, you know what? That is something that I think is healthy. And that's something that I'm going to stick with and follow with and move forward on. Some of them we might think, nope, that isn't healthy and we need to make changes. This isn't a distinction that I think we need to spend a little bit of time on. Often we think of defense mechanisms as just bad. In and of themselves, I don't know that I agree with that. I think defense mechanisms are something that can can actually be very beneficial. If there's toxic people in your life, you're probably going to use some defense mechanisms uh, in, in order to, to process through that situation. In fact, in some cases, it might be healthy to utilize defense mechanisms to limit the amount of damage that they can do, to limit the uh, amount of of distress that they can bring into your life, to kind of mitigate the explosion that they can bring, you might use some defense mechanisms. Most of the time, though, defense mechanisms are going to be used, uh, or maybe not most of the time, but enough of the time, uh, defense mechanisms mechanisms are going to be used in a way That actually brings more damage to us. And so we use them because we're stuck. So once we become aware of them, what do we do? Well, we have to ask ourselves another question. What is the need or the felt need that my defense mechanism is meeting? What am I protecting here? What am I guarding? What am I bringing to fruition? What am I trying to accomplish here by utilizing this defense mechanism? This will take some exploration. This will take some time for you to kind of figure out often. You'll you'll come up with ideas. And a lot of times when, when I do this in the room with someone, I'll be like, okay, so what is the thing that you're trying to uh, protect yourself against? What are you trying to accomplish with this defense mechanism? And they'll tell me, and then I'll say, okay, well, why is that necessary? And then they'll answer that question. Okay, well, why is that necessary? And we go through these series of whys or so what does that mean questions until we land on the thing that's really driving everything. And then you have to ask yourself, is this thing that I'm trying to accomplish, this thing that is driving everything, is it healthy? Does it move me towards where I need to be, where I want to be in my life? Am I achieving what I am I achieving health through protecting this? If the answer is yes, then is the defense mechanism itself healthy? If the answer is no, then what do I need to do? What what is the need that I'm trying to meet that would be healthy? Right? And if so, if I the, the overall arching goal is something that is healthy, but the defense mechanism isn't, then I ask myself, well, what could I do that would actually get me to a healthier place? So maybe you use humor because you don't like uh, fighting with your spouse, or you don't like being in an uncomfortable conversation. Well, what's the thing that's driving that? 
probably personal comfort, probably a feeling of inadequacy, probably a feeling of if, if it's uncomfortable, it's not fun and everything should be fun. Any one of those would work. It might be a combination of all of those. Uh, right. And so is it bad that we don't want to be in an argument with someone? No, not at all. But we have to decide what does it mean to be healthy and avoid, you know, these arguments. And so then is the defense mechanism of humor healthy? Probably not in that case because I'm avoiding things. Well, what could I do? I could learn to sit in uncomfortableness. I could learn to do the exact opposite of what I'm trying to accomplish with the defense mechanism and sit in the uncomfortableness, the discomfort of knowing that there is tension and I'm not going to use uh, humor to, to diffuse that. Once we realize and we can discover the thing that we're actually chasing with the defense mechanism, then we can ask ourselves, what is the healthiest possible way that I can engage my life to achieve whatever it is that I'm trying to achieve by utilizing this, this defense mechanism? by using this defense mechanism. So uh, maybe I'm afraid of growth. Maybe I'm afraid of, of I have to be perfect or I don't have any worth. So anytime I hear any criticism, I react with, you know, raise the ground. Uh, is, is that the phrase, raise the ground? Uh, raise the earth, whatever it is, where, where you just incinerate everything within, you know, 30 square feet of you verbally. Well, that's a defense mechanism. What's it drive? What are you using it for? You're using it. What's driving that could be, I'm afraid that if I get, if I'm not perfect, then I don't have any worth. So any criticism is an attack on my worth. What makes that tricky is a lot of people will see that as, oh, he's so arrogant or she's so arrogant or she has this. And in reality, many of the people that probably struggle with arrogance that we think are arrogant and, and because we see their self-defense mechanisms, in reality, they're probably very insecure. They're probably very full of self-doubt. There is a theme that runs through most people's lives that there has to be some level of performance in order for them to have worth. And if they can't achieve that, they have different self-defense mechanisms. So some people, some, some self-defense mechanisms that people might not think about. Some people might utilize sports. You know, their fandom might be a self-defense mechanism. Some people might utilize reading, books, TV shows, movies. These might all be defense mechanisms that people are using to avoid real life. And so then they have to ask themselves, well, what is it that I'm avoiding? What is it that I'm trying to avoid? What is it that's going on in my life that I need to navigate differently? And that will bring us to health. Some people use sex as a defense mechanism. One of the things that I sit with uh, people a lot is sexual trauma, abandonment trauma, uh, family trauma. You, you know, we do this exercise where we talk about the most significant memories that a person has. And I'm always a little saddened. I'm always a little uh, hurt for the people. And it's many of my clients who their entire list is bad memories. Well, if, if the most significant memories of your life are negative, it would stand to reason that you're going to engage in self-defense mechanisms. The question that I always have for everyone is, is that what you want? Is that what you want? Because I don't think it is. I think a lot of people want to be healthier. They're just afraid, which then creates more defense mechanisms. And you can see how this can then spin and spin and spin. And what we want to do is we want to ask ourselves, what am I doing that's a defense mechanism? What's driving it? What am I trying to achieve? And then how could I do that in the healthiest possible way? All right. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, a little bit of a shorter episode. 
Uh, summer is here and there are so many things to do, but hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with your friends. I do want to remind you, stay tuned. We do have uh, retreats coming up this fall. Uh, marriage retreats, couples retreats, men's retreats, women's retreats, they're all coming. Uh, we've been waiting to understand better how governments are going to respond to uh, COVID and how we could best serve the people that we want to serve and honor the laws that are in place or the rules that are in place. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.